This is the Success Culture Podcast. Where we are on a mission to normalize fitness. By bringing it back to the basics. And breaking down barriers. Hey there, and welcome to the Success Culture Podcast. I am Coach Grace Mellick, and I'm really excited because I get to be here with Coach Helen Rasmussen's debut podcast. Helen is one of the newest members of the Success Fitness and Training team. She is a certified personal trainer with the National Academy of Sports Medicine. Um, Hi, Helen. Welcome to the show and the team. Hi, Grace. Happy to be here. And so what I'm also really excited about is that today, Helen and I are going to be talking about the 75 Hard Program as designed by Annie Priscilla of First Form, um, of the Real AF podcast, of, I don't even know all those other companies. Um, I know it's a tequila brand. Oh, oh, interesting. Okay. I think it's called. Okay. Okay. Vida Tequila. So, food in the thunk, but we just want to make sure that we are giving the credit to Andy. We did not design this program, but we did want to take this opportunity to discuss this program because it gets a lot of heat, and we've both done it a couple times and love it, and we're also both trainers, so I'd like to think we have a little bit of skill in talking about this program and the benefits thereof. So, without further ado, let's talk about what the program is. Helen, do you want to run us through, like, what are the parameters for people who haven't heard about 75 Hard? Let's just talk about what it is. Absolutely. So for 75 days, you will complete a series of tasks every single day. Um, so you will complete two 45-minute workouts. One has to be outside. Drink a gallon of water. Read 10 pages of nonfiction. Take a progress photo. What am I missing? And you have to pick a diet plan. Pick a diet. And stick to it. Yep. Um, a lot of times when people ask me about the program, they ask every day after I say all of that, the answer is yes. Every day you do all of those things for 75 days and you will be a completely new person at the end of it. Yep. And if you cheat on any of the days or if you just... Um, fall short, if you forget to take your progress picture, if you have, um, for example, my last round of 75 hard, actually second to the last because I failed and had to start (laughs) over, but on day 12, without thinking, I mindlessly took a sip of my daughter's like little smoothie thing she was drinking, and this was not like a yogurt fruit smoothie. This was not part of my diet plan. It was like whipped cream and chocolate, and uh, Some people were like, well, one sip. I don't think you failed. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. I was mindless about what I was putting in my body. I did not stick to my diet plan in that moment. Yes, I failed the program. So I started over. No big deal. There's always more days, right? And I was more mindful when dealing with my children's food in (laughs) the future. And I think that a lot of people maybe wouldn't have started over in that circumstance because I had something similar happen where I ate a candy mint and I restarted and a lot of people were like, you didn't fail. Um, And maybe I didn't fail by their standards, but if I would have kept going, just like if you would have kept going and pretended you didn't fail, you would have known internally that you failed and that's the biggest thing is if yeah. you you know inside that you should have restarted, just restart. I mean, it's going to make you feel better about it in the long run. When you finish those 75 days, 
you'll know for sure you did everything to the best of your ability. Whereas if you ignored that sip of a smoothie or you ignored that piece of candy, you wouldn't feel the same. Yeah, it's it's a huge lesson in integrity development. And it seems like silly little things, but um, like you're cheating on yourself if you do those little things and try to get away with it. Yeah. Um, and so it all starts internally and with ourselves and what we'll tolerate for ourselves. So you're like, well, I wouldn't, I, you know, I wouldn't lie about that to someone else. Well, don't, don't do that to yourself either. Hold yourself to the highest standard. Um, so yeah, 75 days, the workouts. Let's talk a little bit about the breakdown of the workouts. Um, now, this is a hairy, hairy area for us that I just want to talk about quick. The, the timing between the workouts. So you can't just go do a 90-minute workout and call it good and spend half of the time outside. Uh, you have to spread them out by, we haven't figured out the exact amount of time. We should know this, but we both uh, were kind of conflicted on the time. We're not sure if it's two or three hours or four. Yeah, I think the last time I did it, I just went with three hours in between. That's what I did too. I think that's what I did. So you have to make it hard on yourself. So sometimes that, that meant, actually almost every day, that meant... I had to do a workout in the morning before work. There was almost almost every day a workout was happening at 4 or 5 a.m. Um, because otherwise the rest of my day was too packed that if I waited till night to do both workouts, there wouldn't be enough time. So that's one caveat on that. Um, and then the gallon of water, the reading. The reading cannot be an audio book. It has to be real pages of a real book that you open up and read. And like Helen said, nonfiction, personal development, you can't go reading like... Fifty Shades of Grey and call it good. Okay. Um, okay. So we've covered what the program is, and then um, is it for everyone? That's a great question that Helen had on this topic, and the answer is yes. Yes, absolutely, <laughs> it is for everyone. Um, I remember when Grace and I first started 75 Hard, we both started in January of what, 2021? We did our first run? Yep, that sounds right. Um, and we were out on one of our walks. It was probably like negative 30 degrees here in Minnesota. Um, and I remember a conversation we were having about someone else we knew who was thinking about starting the program. And we were kind of like, I don't know if, if she's ready. And I think the conversation kind of stopped there, but then like a week later we came back to it and we're like, I don't think you, I don't think you have to be ready or you can be ready for this program. I think we came to the conclusion, um, this program will change you no matter where you're at. Even if you think you're the strongest person in the world, this program is going to change you even more so yeah. and even if you think you're the most deconditioned not quote unquote not ready you're never going to be ready whether it's this program or any lifestyle change program you're never going to be ready if you wait till after so-and-so's wedding or after this this baby shower or after this or that there's always going to be an event with cake there's always going to be um, oh, we didn't talk about drinking. No drinking. Oh my the goodness. Whole we don't really drink anymore, thanks to 75 Hard. And so we kind of forget about that one because it's just part of life. But no alcohol for 75 days, which holds a lot of people back because they're like, oh, well, I have this party and this holiday. 
guess what, you guys? You can get through it without drinking. Crazy concept, but you can. Absolutely. And you should. Um, I can't believe we forgot about that. I can't believe that either. <laughs> we were just talking about it. <laughs> we were literally just talking about it. But it's kind of like also like the least of our concerns when it comes to the program. So we forget about it. Um, okay. So is it for everyone? 100%. Yeah. doesn't matter where you're at. Um, now, I got to put a disclaimer on here because I'm pretty sure that there are podcasts where Andy talks about this program and he says, it's not going to be for everyone. Maybe he's saying he's not for everyone, which is a fact. Um, excuse me. I'm drinking my limoncello LaCroix. I got the groupies. But, um, because, yeah, some people are just going to be like, no, I can't do that. Man, they're too whiny and they're too stuck in their head and they are going to make a million excuses and too bad for them. But it's not because they can't do it. It's because they're choosing not to. So if any any single human being, if they make the choice to do it, they can do it. Yep. Um, I would make the argument, you know, unless you are highly physically disabled, um, but there are a lot of people with physical disabilities still completing it. So without arms, without legs. Yeah. Yeah. So especially if you are an able-bodied person, don't, don't give me any reason you can't do it. It's really interesting once you get into it too, because um, you'll get on, we we're on different community boards where people talk about this and there's surgeons, there's people working literally like 36 hour shifts, still doing the program still instead of on their sleep breaks, going out and getting in a walk. Um, so they're getting it done. They're getting those workouts in however they can. Um, so there's no excuse. But um, on that note, I think this is a good time to hop into why it is the best program ever. <laughs> and literally it made me want to quit being a trainer because I was like, holy buckets, this is the answer to everything. If everyone just did this, we wouldn't have heart disease like we do. We wouldn't have diabetes like we do. We wouldn't have alcoholism like we do. We wouldn't have the mental health issues that we do. Like, shit would be good. Mm -hmm. um, and what I love ultimately about it is that it is, even though it is an intense program, absolutely 100% intense, it also is so customizable to every single individual. So yes, it says you pick a diet plan and you stick to it, but you pick the diet plan. It's not trying to claim that keto is for everybody. It's not even trying to claim that you need to be in a caloric deficit all the time. My first round, I was not in the caloric deficit. I just stuck to a tight macro plan. Um, it's not eat, It's not saying that intermittent fasting is for everyone. It's not claiming any diet plan is the one-size-fits-all one approach. It's also not claiming any particular workout plan is a one-size-fits-all approach. But it is saying spend time outside, breathe in fresh air for at least 45 minutes active, and also get in another workout, whether that is a HIIT workout, yoga, um, weight training, whatever it is, the options are endless. Um, so because of the fact that it is customizable to every single human being, and literally if everyone just did it, we would eliminate, I don't know the statistics, but man, we would eliminate a heck of a lot of those preventable health conditions. Um, so for those two reasons alone, it is the best program ever and literally would put me out of a job if everyone would just do it. <laughs> so absolutely. Yeah. Why do you think it's the best program, Helen? Um, I had a lot of moments while doing 75 hard where I was like, man, if I could just like 
personally thank Andy Frisella for creating this program because it has changed my life so much. Um, I would say the discipline that it gives you um, really helps you like realize all of the excuses that you make for yourself. <laughs> Uh, and it, it helps you realize the excuses that other people make too, right? Like when you're at work and you're eating like your food that you cooked for yourself and planned and people are like, I don't know how you do that. And just like, look at you like you're crazy for putting good things into your body. It's like, <laughs> it's just, you realize how undisciplined and how many excuses other people make and it kind of makes you sad for the rest of the world, you know? Like, you'll never be in a better mindset than you are on 75 Hard. And we were just talking about this, how even a few weeks after you're done with the program, it starts to slip away. And me and Grace are always like, I feel like I need to restart. I feel like I need to do it again. <laughs> like, just live this way constantly. Yeah. Yeah, I wish I could just bottle up all of those feelings from inside the program and keep it all the time. And the good news is you can do it all the time. You can. Yeah, you definitely can. Um, yeah, I want to circle back to what Helen was saying about what other people... Well, okay, two, two things that she brought up there. One is the excuses you make for yourself. So it is fascinating to observe, like, because once you decide to do the program, like, you've consciously made a choice. You're doing this, Right. At least I hope that's what you've decided if you decide to do the program, which you should. And so it's no longer a, oh, am I going to work out today? Um, it's a, like, I'm working out today. And you're going to find out, you're going to figure out a way to work it into your day. Um, and so then when you do that, it becomes fascinating to kind of almost like an out-of-body experience, observe the excuses you would normally make on certain days. Like, oh, it's too cold. Oh, it's too hot. Like literally here in Minnesota, there's no right, like good or bad temperature, right? Like it's always like too hot, too cold, too windy, too snowy, too tornado-y, too icy, <laughs> too sleety, too hailey. You never know. Like it's, it's crazy land up here. Um, but some days, like I was just as guilty of making those excuses, even though I'm someone who loves fitness and the great outdoors. Um, hey, we're both girls. There's your period. There's those really bad period days where you'd be like, I'm not working out today. I'm going to sit and eat ice cream and watch a movie with my heating pad. No, you're not. Get up and do the work and you're going to feel a thousand times better than if you actually did the heating pad, ice cream, Netflix binge, right? Um, there's the days where a hundred fires come up that you were not expecting and completely hijack your day and all of your plans. Guess what really helps you manage that stress with a level head? Getting some activity in, eating super clean, not drinking, drinking enough water, reading, spending some time just learning and decompressing um, and stepping away. So I run a business, I have a team, I have two children, um, and I still got all my workouts in every day. I even had a move during 75 Hard. Let's talk about some of the things we've endured during 75 Hard without breaking the program. Went through a move, went through a breakup, went through, you know, for women, any given 75 Hard, you're going to have at least two periods. Yeah, 14 of those days, you're just going to be miserable. It's going to suck. <laughs> um, what else, Helen? What are some crazy things that came up that we just stuck to the program, just kept plowing through? Um, I didn't go through as much as you did. I, I had it a little easier just a little, I say a little, but a lot easier. Um, you're a mom, 
So I don't know how you do it. I mean, I know, I know mom, a lot of moms do it, but I don't have kids and I can't imagine having kids and doing it, but you can. It's not an excuse. It uh, kind of forces you to have the best time management skills. Like you will never be as good at managing your time as you are in 75 hard. I talk to clients about this all the time. Like beginning of your week, look at your week and schedule in your workouts. This is when we're only talking about two workouts a week for some clients much less 14 workouts and they'll still tell me they can't do it. And I want to be like, how in the effing world? You're like, you're just not trying. Yeah. Like, you're looking for reasons not to do it at that point. If you can't find two 45 minute workouts, you're looking for reasons not to. You're not actually actively trying and you're not committing and you've not made a decision to do it. But with kids, yeah, it is a little trickier. And we actually also homeschool. And so we're navigating that as well. So it's like, but then it's almost... Like, okay, uh, hey, we're going to go do FIAD, kids, let's go. We're going to the gym, or we're going for a run, or we're going for a bike ride. Like, you just you just make it happen, people. Yeah, I guess I would say the hardest thing that I went through on 75 Hard is my last round. I started right before the holidays. Um, mm, and I, right. I did this intentionally, and I, yeah, I totally forgot about it, too. But I did this intentionally because the first time I did 75 hard, I did it on starting on January 1st. So that's like the typical New Year cliche. (laughs) But I did it the whole way through that time. So this last time that I did it, yes, I started before the holidays, which everyone thought I was crazy. But I did this to test myself and see what I could do when everyone else was drinking um hanging out with family eating all the bad food staying inside um relaxing visiting i just really wanted to see what i could put myself through so i think that was probably the i want to say hardest but it wasn't hard it really wasn't a difficult thing to do it was just once you're in that mindset there's no question about it like grace said you don't wake up and think about if you're going to go work out you know you're gonna go work out and you just do it. There's no question about any of it. So um stop looking for excuses for yourself. Yeah. If you look for an excuse, there will be an excuse. Yep. Every time, every single time. If you look for a way, there will be a way. And actually, if you just make a decision that it's what you're doing either freaking way, it'll happen. <laughs> it'll happen every time. So don't don't cancel on yourself. Um, the other thing, Helen, that you brought up. A few minutes ago when you were talking about the excuses other people make and like their comments about you being on the program and things like that so that's something we wanted to talk about was just like other people's opinions because and this is why i wanted to talk early on in the podcast about why it is such a great program because it is it's customizable but you know what man it was crazy like i did just a little bit of kind of looking around to see what people's opinions are out there on this program and there are so many haters also called crabs in a bucket uh, which i learned from andy as well this philosophy or concept that if you put a bunch of crabs that you caught out in the ocean you put them in a bucket and they're obviously going to get boiled to death at some point in the near future one will maybe try to crawl out and save itself and all the other ones will pull it back in so this is other people trying to bring you down. And when I looked at the program and kind of what's out there as far as popular opinion, the majority of people are saying, this is a bad program. This program's not for everyone. It's going to be too intense for some people. You shouldn't do it. Um, it's too strict. Okay, they, they don't understand the program if they're saying that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And it is fair to say that this is an intense program. This is a strict program. That doesn't mean you can't do it. If you choose not to do it, if you decide you don't want to have that much discipline and you don't want to reap those incredible benefits, that's your choice. It's not because you can't do it and it's not because it's a bad program. It is a phenomenal program. Um, so there's, there's that. There's the popular opinion and other professionals out there who will try to say that this is just not a good program. But then there's the people in your life, like Helen mentioned before, who will be like, oh my gosh, why are you doing that? What kind of stuff have you endured, Helen, or like had people said to you? What have you had to deal with during the program? Um, so definitely when I, like I said earlier, when I ate that candy mint and I decided to restart, I posted about it on my Instagram and I had so many people reply to my story saying, it's just a piece of candy. You don't need to restart. This is ridiculous. You're being way too hard on yourself. Um, and it was a lot of people who I don't think very highly of. Um, so it was just kind of, it's really apparent when people like judge you or think you're crazy for doing these things, um, that they are just really insecure with themselves and they're going to try to bring you down with them. Like, yeah. um, I think the next day I posted and I said, I wasn't asking for any of your opinions on, <laughs> on the, if I should restart or not, I was telling you guys that I was restarting, but thanks for your opinions. Um, thanks, but no thanks. Yeah. And um, some of them even went and unsent the messages that they sent because you can do that on Instagram um, because they felt dumb and they should because yeah, I, I was never asking. And um, yeah, you just realize that a lot of people are really unhappy with themselves and they will try to bring you down. I don't know if that really answered the question. No, that, that was totally, yeah. just an example. Um, yeah, a lot of people try to get you to, what is the word that Andy uses? Um, oh, I can't think of it right now. Oh, I know what you're talking about, but I can't think of it either. I always say crabs in a bucket, but there is another term he uses, but it's just that idea. And Helen hit the nail on the head perfectly. Like it's their own insecurities. It's their own, um, dissatisfaction with where they're at and their lack of discipline in whatever areas you are disciplining in. Um, and ultimately, like, we live in a world in a mindset where we want to support other people. We want to celebrate their wins. So if they are rocking at something, we're going to support that. We're never going to be like, oh, well, you didn't need to do that. Oh, maybe that's too serious for you. No, like we're going to hold each other accountable. Mm -hmm. We're going to, if we know they have a high standard for themselves, then we're going to celebrate that and help them hold themselves to that standard. So, um, but okay. So all this being said, like, it's a fantastic program. Everyone should do it. Please. You'd work me out of a job. I would not have a job and I would find something else to do. If everyone <laughs> would just do this program and everyone would be so much healthier. Um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Andy, Priscilla, for creating the program. But now let's just have some real talk here because obviously like there are real challenges of the program. We've already talked about other people's opinions and the crabs in the bucket. Um, but Helen, what are the other things that you think are like the most challenging parts of the program? Um, definitely one of the hardest things when I first started the program was not drinking because I was somebody who drank 
way too often. Um, this is something that I thank the program for is it totally changed my outlook on alcohol and drinking. Now I don't drink anymore. Um, but like the first time around, I would say the hardest thing for me was to not drink a glass of wine at the end of the day before bed. Uh, something you learn with this is healthy coping skills. So a lot of us, we turn to alcohol when we have a rough day or we eat some crappy food, but you obviously can't do that in the program. So I would say that was a huge, uh, huge mountain to climb. You learn some healthy coping skills. You go for a run instead of drinking a bottle of wine or you read a book or you journal. So that was one of the hardest things for me, I would say obviously not hard anymore I could go through the program starting tomorrow and not think about think about having a sip of alcohol if that makes sense yeah yeah I think so yeah um, now I'd probably just miss like pancakes or something but I would get through it but <laughs> also is challenging I would say at first time management is hard but you get to a place where it's not hard anymore it's just what you do you know you just part of it you just figure it out you put one foot in front of the other like you do every day and uh it all works out yeah i say like if the first time around was tougher it's still super exciting and you get all the same benefits but it's definitely a little bit more challenging to just figure out how to make it all work um but it gets easier each time you do it um we only have a couple minutes left, but I wanted to talk about kind of coming off the program because much like when people do uh, like bodybuilding competitions and really intense things like that, um, even though 75 Hard is super customizable and you can make it what you need it to be for you, um, within, within reason, the rules are the rules, but like, you know, you pick your diet plan, you pick your workouts, all that sort of stuff. Um, but coming off of it can be challenging. And so sometimes you can end up kind of getting into some binge drinking or getting into some binge eating of all the things that you had been wanting to eat. So this is not like Andy's recommendation, but this is our like professional recommendation as personal trainers is um, anytime that you do any program like this that is for an extended period of time and has certain restrictions associated with it, have a plan coming off of it to ease. Don't just go hog wild, make some parameters for yourself. You should be able to do that after 75 days of hard discipline. Um, but so like my parameters, for example, are like my weight just needs to stay under 150 pounds. I can say that here. Um, so if for any reason I were to go hog wild and end up over 150 pounds, then I know like, oh, Grace, gotta get it in check again. Um, and my other parameter to start out was I just have to close my move ring every day on my Apple watch, which is dumb, but like I have it set pretty high. And so I make sure that I close that every single day. It is a challenge. It does mean I have to still usually get in like a walk and a workout every day. Um, but that's going to help keep me in check. So I don't go hog wild coming off the program. Um, Helen, what other ideas do you have about the coming off of the program? We have about two minutes left here. Uh, so I, Something that I did after my second round of 75 hard was I put some parameters around drinking because the reason that I restarted 75 hard for the second time was, um, or didn't restart, sorry. The reason I decided to do 75 hard a second time 
was because my drinking was not in check. I was drinking every day. So coming off of 75 hard, I put parameters around my drinking, um, which is really important. Like Grace said, so you don't go crazy and binge drink or anything like that because you were restricting yourself. So um, I think I said no drinking more than three days a week. Um, and if I did, I had to restart 75 hard again. Uh, what else did I have? I think that's the only one I had. And yeah. obviously now I don't even, that tapered down to drinking once a week. And now I have decided not to drink at all. So uh, that's the second time I've said that out loud, but yeah, thank you to 75 Heart for making me decide to give up the, the alcohol. <laughs> and thank you 75 Heart and Andy. Just it, you guys, the program really helps you realize how much more you're capable of than what you are required of yourself. And I think we live in a world where it's so busy and there's so much going on and we all feel so overwhelmed all the time, but like, really, really, what are you doing in that time? Like, what are you accomplishing? If you are accomplishing great things, good, good for you. But like, I really do challenge you to try the program, um, join some of the community groups where they give support and help you navigate it. Listen to Andy's podcast, talking about the program, get the book, 75 card book. Yeah. I will put a disclaimer in there that there's some foul language. Um, but that's why Andy is not for everyone, but the program certainly is, <laughs> and it can change your life. It can change your mindset. And if you train with me, um, and you're like, I'm sick of paying you lady, go to 75 hard. You won't need to anymore. It'll just be done. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like you wouldn't need me. And then I'm going to have to find something else to do, but it's the real deal, you guys. So. Thank you for listening. If you have questions, please reach out to us, info at successfitnessmn.com. You can find us on Facebook at Success Fitness and Training, um, Instagram, Success Fitness and Training MN, online, www.successfitnessandtraining.com. Um, Helen and Grace here checking out. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you on the next episode of the Success Culture Podcast. Woo!